0: Do you know what your partner's up to when you're away and they're all alone? No, what? They're listening to the screw podcast, of course. What's that? Hmm, sit back,
1: relax, and listen. are all casmatic. Yon all gasmatic. Sneaking in the back door with daddy might seem. So your mother wants to know what all the stains on the
0: jeans. Oh yeah. Hey, welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. There's a picture of my boobs on my screen, so I'm I got a little distracted. <laughs> Welcome to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and Aylah. What's up? Hi A-Love,
1: How, How are you? you? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I've been better. Definitely have been better. But you know what? I've also been worse. So, there's that mm. for you.
1: Mm. See, that's keeping mm. it in perspective. Good job.
0: Yeah, exactly. I I don't know. It's like the worse things get, the more optimistic I get in a weird way. Because I'm like, well, it, it can't get worse than this. And then it does. But then I'm like, but it, it can't get worse than this. <laughs> it always gets worse. And I, I still am alive. And that's that's saying something. So yay for that. Anyways, I don't know if you've heard the news, but uh, ye only OnlyFans who did me dirty last year and cut into my earnings by half by shutting me down um, without explanation, they are basically um complicit with genocide which is fucking amazing let's just let's just say it like that it's just what a what a treat you know so Only what fans is it? already oh. does everybody dirty to begin with so um 11, owner
1: 11 million dollars
0: yeah their owner pledged 11 million dollars to their owner and his wife whose last name starts with chud which definitely is a great way to explain um yeah they pledged 11 million dollars to aipac which is the american israel public affairs committee which is basically just a lobbying group that advocates for pro-israel policies amongst um, like, United States politicians, essentially, to try yeah. to get money for Israel to commit their, you know, genocide and, uh, you know, stealing of Palestinian land. So, um, yeah, that's fucking cool. So, like, their my earnings, the, the percentage that they take of my earnings is essentially funded a fucking genocide. And... I would love to sit here and be like, everybody pull your OnlyFans accounts now, but that's so tone deaf and it's so unrealistic for so many sex workers, especially ones doing survival sex work. It's just an unfair expectation for people to move from a platform that everybody's using and all of our, essentially most of our fans, like to put it into perspective, I'll, I'll just, I'll break down some numbers out of all of my subscribers across the three platforms that I have, which I opened my loyal fans, which already has problematic issues behind the scenes as well. Um, a little bit different, but there has been, they have been held to the fire and haven't actually come back with any answers. So I'm I'm still like weary of even supporting them to begin with, but I tried to mi- basically migrate my customers either to my old many vids account or which is still updated every day, mind you, but either to my ManyVids Club account and or to my Loyal Fans accounts back when I was shut down on OnlyFans. And I was able to maybe get, I think, 15 customers to come over with me to other platforms. So either they were already using the ManyVids and or they were using my OnlyFans and only 15 customers came over with me to my new platforms. And uh, when I reopened an OnlyFans, I didn't get all of my original customers back, but the hundreds of customers that are loyal to me only came back through OnlyFans. So like as much as I would love to sit here and be like, yeah, everybody fuck OnlyFans, shut your shit down until our customers actually migrate with us. It's an impossibility. And if you are making hundreds of thousands of dollars doing sex work, great for you. You actually, you absolutely probably have the the option the finances the time and the assistant because you usually need an assistant for this kind of shit to migrate but like the rest of us that are not in the top two percent of only fans do not have that option so so we are stuck left basically helping fund a fucking genocide and it's so, so I'll, disgusting.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll play the game that like like you and i always play like with this like stuff like you know me, I'm probably to the left of most people to the left on some level, <laughs> but, like, let's, like, review two things. One, the impact of things like boycotts in modern global capitalism are very little to none. Um, it's great to stand with an ideology and to stand with it explicitly and to say, like, you are against these things and to do what you can to fight that. But expecting people who have little to no resources to be involved in what is basically, like, you know, more neoliberal, like, and liberal, like, fighting over, like, a lot of things that... You're going to fund Israel every time you get paid in your taxes. Right. <laughs> you are going to fund Israel through a bunch of things you don't even realize you're funding Israel through. And I'm not saying this to say somebody shouldn't care about this. Of course you should care. I'm just saying that the way modern global capitalism works when BlackRock and some of these things own most of the controlling financial interest in everything, your boycott that's going to hurt sex workers making money off of you know, their <laughs> own labor for an ideology which you're probably funding a million other different ways it's only going to hurt workers as most of the time these things actually like do mostly affect workers <laughs> so yeah. like you know well and my, I,
0: biggest, I, my biggest concern is not even with the consumers I, I i would love for them to come to other places with us and uh, again sure. it's not till they do that we can do anything about this as sex as you know the it's more so sex workers that are now coming out and saying stuff against other sex workers that can't move platforms and i'm like that is a that is a place of and, privilege and, and you do not under fucking stand it would be the same as being an online sex worker looking down at in-person sex workers these, i'm sorry but you don't get that you don't get to do that you these kind of the
1: arguments door. and these kind of things i'm sorry i do believe are heinous heinously done for the sole purpose of dividing and conquering people. Like, Mm -hmm. look, (laughs) you cannot begrudge somebody from surviving in this modern world the ways that they need to fucking survive, especially if it's not hurting anybody else. Um, The one thing you can't do is like tear down people and expect them to have the same resources to be able to have the privilege. And I do mean this as controversial as it sounds, the privilege to be all political and progressive and to take a stand about certain these things. You know, that's great. Not everybody has the privilege to stand with you like arm in arm and hold like a strong line against this and quit using the platform tomorrow. That's just, it's a very very privileged standpoint to expect other people to be able to follow your, like, kind of something that has a financial connection to it. Again, if you're against this and you're speaking out, that's great. Um, Being able to survive and pay your rent and put food in your mouth is another fucking conversation. So, like, do not be tearing people down for trying to fucking keep food in their mouths and fucking roofs over their heads like that is some kind of privileged bullshit of like bullshit political activism to like do that to other people of like a working class perspective like if you don't have the privilege to quit a job tomorrow no matter how trust me you think working for mcdonald's is a good like, feel-good company to work for.
0: (laughs) No, of course. Yeah, but I don't
1: see you standing outside of McDonald's and, like, demanding those McDonald's workers stop fucking working at McDonald's. So, like, be careful with, like, how we, like, post our judginess over how people are able to participate in the political discourse. Some people can do it one way, and some people will have to do it another way, and that's just the reality of like an unfair, unjust, and certainly like economically unequal world. So, (laughs) and I know because everybody is very righteous right now, and like I love seeing people politically wound up and whatever, but like. Also, keep in mind, speaking against Israel is having its own economic impacts right now on people, are losing their jobs, losing representation and and, and, and different things like that. So this is not a, I know if you're like feeling outraged for the genocide, absolutely, absolutely. But I got to tell Middle America, you've missed a lot of genocides. Along the way, right to be righteous about. I'm glad it's happening. You're arriving there now. I will never belittle anybody. Cool. Whenever you get there is when you get there. (laughs) But like, have some humbleness in like arriving there and realize that this is a much more complicated, multifaceted thing and very, very embedded in global power and oil and all these like very difficult huge geopolitical questions it's not just a matter of i don't want to support genocide of course you don't want to support genocide (laughs) most human beings don't but this is not as simple as you may think it is people are losing jobs and work and you know that may be something middle class or upper middle class people can afford to do and find themselves in another job easily or whatever but that's not the position for most of America. So right. let's let's keep an open mind about how people come to the table politically for things. Like
0: Well, and, you know, let's compare the $11 million that this dude donated or pledged to that lobbying group versus the billions of dollars we have on our fucking soil have fucking funded with our tax dollars. Like, come on. You know, like, if you think about it in terms of that, like, yeah, I would love for us to be able to all boycott every single organization that is tied to genocide, of fucking course. But this is not the first and this is not going to be the last. And there are so many that you don't even realize have a hand in this that, that unfortunately are still being supported. And, and like, yeah, it, it is unfortunate. And it's also, like you said, we're living in a fucking capitalist society. And unfortunately, there is... Sometimes nothing we can do when the choice is well, I could either feed myself today, or I could, you know, be one small piece of this little itsy bitsy crumb that the, that this guy's taking from me to go do what he wants with his money, right? So it's it's yeah. just it's a tough conversation because I I do morally would love I would love to shut down my OnlyFans and stand in solidarity in every way I can, you know, I I didn't spend any money during the week of protest. I I did whatever I could. I I mean, I still had to post online because that's my job. My job is to get people to sign up and pay for my services. And I can't do that if I'm not posting, right? So I did what I could. And I think that's the part that people are missing with this OnlyFans piece is you got to do what you can. If you migrate five of your customers to a different site, good, you're doing what you can. It's all about what you can do within your means and limitations. And if you have a place of privilege, then yes, you should absolutely be one of those people that takes that stand and does that thing and helps where they can because you can make a bigger dent. But me personally, that it's not going to make enough of a dent in his world. As opposed to it's going to make an extremely, you know, a a life-changing dent in my world. So you have to remember, like, what are, you know, the ramifications for people speaking out or protesting. Well, if it means that they can't fucking survive and eat and keep a roof over their head, well, that's not the form of protesting they're going to be able to partake in, unfortunately.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that, like... That probably feels difficult to like a lot of people when they hear it. But like, and I know, you know, people even hearing us use the word capitalist, like, look, capitalism is the economic system we're under. Um, And it's like my like annual reminder, you may think you're a capitalist, but unless your entire earning, which would have to be wealthy, is made off of dividends from the investments of things that you own. You are not a capitalist. (laughs) And I just mean that, like, you can support capitalist principles, but, like, the true capitalists that are moving and spending your money on things that you don't like, (laughs) from the sales of things that you consume and take on, like, if you don't want people to participate in this, then I... Suggest everybody start like getting together and creating more cooperative labor forces. At this point, there's enough people using only fans and loyal fans. If you have a couple of you that have like pooled together resources for being in your top earnership, and like hire a company or hire the talent even within your own community to build you an infrastructure. Trust me. It can't be that hard these days. They, they're right. spinning them out like you know, like nothing. So maybe pull together. Maybe just undercut these other platforms by saying, "I give you guys seventy <laughs> percent rather than forty percent or whatever." It really wouldn't take much to democratize this workforce. Um, but like the, the way you're, and and trust me, I actually think. This divisive divisiveness that gets thrown out into the community is meant to keep everybody from doing just that. If like we like create this like divisive energy where da da da, well new things will pop up, and like you still won't fully own all of your labor. We'll still have a right. middleman to take it. Take a piece of that market, right? To me, this sounds like market competition. <laughs> you know, Right. Like, loyal fans wants a piece of fucking OnlyFans market share. So like somebody like decides to make like the posts about this donation go viral all over the internet. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. like well, and then, and you know
0: what ended up happening is another site that is a, a very popular one right now called Fansly. Um oh, people that's so yeah people were saying oh they're tied to this too and they had to come out and say no 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 no. there is an llc and a uh you know corporation or whatever with the same name that is like the umbrella corpse that are and like one is tied to israel funding and one isn't and the one that isn't is the one they're under and they're like, okay. y'all are dragging us for no reason. We've we are watching people leave our platform when that is. We are not tied to that at all. Like, stop sharing misinformation. So again, like you mm-hmm. said, it's just people out to, yeah. you know, it's like that oh, sounds very strategic.
1: That sounds very strategic to me too. Because didn't Fansly just have like a big event somewhere, like in Vegas or something, or LA? Like well, that I, that's,
0: that's the Avian Awards. Oh, oh like right. Okay.
1: Okay, okay. So, like, they, you know, this is becoming a market. So, of course, this shit is going, like, this, these kind of things are going to occur. But again, it's like, the concern is for, like, the everyday people, not like, fuck the investors in OnlyFans, or what, I, I, I don't even know, is OnlyFans even a public company public yet? Company?
0: I don't know. Right. I, I want to say, I think they did go public and that's when they tried to use all of the XXX content from their their platform. Right. Unless that was just the, a MasterCard deal. I can't remember actually at this point. I might be wrong. Um, well,
1: that's going on. There's a lot of, like, that's actually a good, like, secondary conversation. There's a lot of that going on in the weed industry now, right? So, like, a lot of the... Um, a lot of the the dispensaries here like aren't taking like aren't taking atm cards anymore because i don't know if it's visa or mastercard like now there's getting in a game of like lawsuits and stuff challenging like this like marijuana market and a lot of it is because of that still wavering on like the federal classification of marijuana which i believe the the Biden administration or, Somebody from somewhere, there has been an appeal to reduce it to uh, a, um, a, a control substance uh, 3, a C3, which would make it, like, it would make it in the same category as, like, I want to say, like, Vicodin and, like, Clonopins um, and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate that... A naturally occurring substance needs to be like put in a control uh, a control category at all. Um, yeah. You know, you you don't make like poison ivy a controlled substance because it might make people itchy. You know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's my little like weed weed politico for the day. Um, <laughs> that's funny. You know, like if if, if like life and advertising was like like approached the way like Mary Jane works when people smoke her, like she has like her own self publicizing thing within the high. If you, like, notice, like, people will, whenever they're high and they get together, they end up talking about kind of being high. And, like, like <laughs> it's, it's, like, it almost inevitably always happens. So, like, she advertises for herself as soon as you smoke her. Like, like,
0: dude, I'm so high. Right? That's, like, an advertisement. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh shit I remember the early days of like like smoking up with you and like it was so fun like I don't even know if like we like just got goofier and watched like Jersey Shore or if we just yeah
0: well because you were like the first person to introduce me to weed in a way that I actually enjoyed doing it like I I had only smoked like five or six times before you and yeah. every time it was like, oh, I, I smoked while I was drunk, so I booted. Or I, or I smoked while I, you know, didn't understand my anxiety, so I got more anxious. You know, like, shit right, like that. Right, so right, I right, never right. truly enjoyed getting high. And then you were like, well, maybe if, like, the bright lights aren't on and, like, there's, <laughs> a, there's, like, ambiance <laughs> and a candle and, like, a, a fun TV show and snacks and, like, right, you right. know. We didn't oh have to god. drive anywhere that day, you know, like that kind of shit. Like that yeah. was, like, oh my god! I just remember that one time we got really high and we went like thrifting before we went to that fancy <laughs> restaurant. Oh my god! On I was like on Route Nine and we, we um, were heading. Oh, it was when we were we were heading all the way out to it, all the way. It wasn't even that far, but we were heading out to uh, what you call it? Not Chicopee, but what the Starbridge. Form? Yeah, we're heading. We're heading out past her. Oh yeah, we we, were like. We made some stops (laughs) along the
1: way. We were total mariconas that day. We went like to the antique shops, we, but like we were like stoned. But we were maraconas. so
0: baked because we smoked inside <laughs> your little fucking truck, uh-huh. and it made me so much higher than like I was used to, and I uh-huh. wasn't used to being high and like in the sun. So I got so uh-huh. baked, and uh-huh. I just oh, and we bought the corn cob pipe then, yeah. And we bought and I, Prince, Ali, I, Prince Ali. Prince Ali, yeah, and, uh-huh. and yeah. Oh my god. And um, I just remember, like, that being one of the first, like, super stoned adventures that I remember having where I was not paranoid. I was just <laughs> like, this is great. I'm having a great time, you know.
1: <laughs> See, I always thought, I was like, I would be so good at doing, like, you know, like, the marijuana equivalent of, like, ayahuasca journeys. Because, like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, there's several ways you can, like tailor this experience right because like you know i love a like stone and chill session as much as i love a good like outdoor hike adventure which is not every stoner but like come on mother nature is like fucking intense when you're stoned like and like like can be a lot of fun but i also recognize it can be anxiety provoking i've always said like i think a lot of that is about like cultural norms around getting high and like the more that, like, these things are legal and, like, I noticed, like, how many people come to class, like, stoned. And, yeah. like, you know, like, the professors get all excited, but, like, I look around and I listen to that conversation, and I'm, like, yeah, like, people were really, like, really into that conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: why is that exactly? <laughs> I know why I was, but now that I'm listening to it, I think I wasn't the only one.
0: It's funny because it, there was like a there was like a good decade there when I was smoking where I stopped getting actually high. Because I was addicted to blunt wraps, and I was basically smoking so much that it was, like, impossible for me to actually feel high. Because I, I smoked as much as, like, a cigarette smoker, if not more. And it, it did, you know, the high wore off, and then I was I was smoking trash weed, and I was smoking very small amounts, basically just for the tobacco wrapper, because that's what I was addicted to, let's be honest. Right. And it's so funny, because now... I actually get high again, like really, truly stoned. Because I barely, yes. I, you know, I smoke maybe once or twice a week now. I have my little vape for like at night, you know. Like I really go through my days without smoking for yes. the most part. And so I actually feel the effects of being stoned. And it, remi- it takes me back to like when you and I would get high. <laughs> because like Fuck I yeah. actually got stoned and i don't know like I, all the memories like flood back and i love that for me because it's just like i i highly i highly recommend anybody listening to this that hasn't had a tea break in a while if you have not done a tolerance break yeah, do it do uh, it and like so do it funny. often i've never heard it like so, referenced that way it's <laughs> so amazing. it's so worth it do it and do it often like Try to take a t- take a tolerance break at least like twice a week for a few days because it makes being high so much fucking better. And like I'm I feel like it's funny because now when I get stoned, like I, I'm in like one of those head spaces where I'm like, huh, does everybody know I'm stoned? You know, and it's just like and or like I'll go out and like I'll I'll go out with friends and you know, I don't go out often, but like the few times I have, I'll like you know oh I'll bring a blunt and then I don't I haven't smoked in like days and then I'll smoke there and everybody's like Felicia you good because I'm just like smiling looking around oh, and I'm like yeah man I'm fucking big leave me alone like I'm actually stoned because they're not used to that they're used to Felicia with six blunts in her hands that doesn't actually feel high at all and I'm just yeah. like smoking them like they're cigarettes you know and it's well, ridiculous so. and I mean I
1: think you know people there is this like sweet spot between like marijuana appreciation and like marijuana dark space and nobody ever wants to talk about the marijuana dark space
0: yeah it's like yeah it's kind of like how we don't
1: talk about like consent issues in queer culture but like yeah <laughs> nobody wants to like give marijuana a bad reputation and like i totally get it for the same reasons people are still advocating for like legality across the land, and totally, and totes my goats, like, definitely think, and definitely think the science literature supports the idea that alcohol is way more hazardous to your health on so many more levels than marijuana is. Um, So, like, you know, on some level, I think if people can get addicted to marijuana instead of alcohol, that's great. (laughs) But the point being, one shouldn't be aiming for addiction. One should be aiming for experience, right? Like, you know, you need to learn to appreciate yourself in the here and now, collected, um, like, not influenced, so you know what your, like, kind of baseline is. And I'm saying this in, like, you know, like a dude to do chill kind of fucking way, and, you know, dude without gender. I mean, like, dude. So, like, <laughs> mar- marijuana language dude is what the dude I'm using here, right? So, like, where where it's, like, again, do a, like, I love that tolerance check, like, conversation. Like, because it's, like, you're doing an inventory of what your relationship is with whatever you're doing. It's, like, not just around, like, marijuana. It's, like, take some time to take an inventory of the spot and space you are in life, like, is the things you're involved with working for you? Are you feeling happy, sad, struggling? Like we have to be able to take that inventory. And I say, like, with the tolerance like check, take that opportunity to bring yourself back down to baseline so you can still come in and like answer some of those questions about yourself. Because yes, marijuana can have like a space where you may be having a good time, you may be feeling chill. Or you may be feeling checked out, <laughs> you know. Right. Like, and honestly, we need that sometimes. I understand that, and there's never any judgment. Your motivation for your, your, your life and the things that you choose to partake in is yours. I am like definitely supportive of that. Um, but like, if I'm talking from like the health perspective, <laughs> which I do like to, you know, um, because I do think in that is grounded a sense of happiness and well-being and you know all these things like add to that pleasure activism we talk about because you can't experience pleasure if you're not having well-being you know it gets difficult
0: yeah (laughs) yeah, i mean you know we're not trying to be preachy but all that to say like there are better ways to do certain substances and marijuana is queer and right. You were saying marijuana is queer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I think we got cut off, right. Just like I was making this like wonderful connection to marijuana and queer podcasts and like (laughs) (laughs) technology. I love technology, but sometimes he a bitch. So um, (laughs) yeah, I think like it's important um, because like, look, like, it's obvious, you keep hearing all these things, because I don't know if you've seen these things, like, all this data is being thrown around back and forth about, like, is the world queer, queerer? Are there, like, higher rates of, like, queerness now than there were before? And, like, you know, the right is using that to make arguments about grooming and, like, nonsense with drag brunches. Like, obviously, that's all crap. Um, but I think, like, the more serious answer that's been given is that people are feeling like they're in a space more to express themselves, to be able to find identity under a less stringent umbrella of definitions and experiences available to them under, like, the queer platform. And, like, and I do think, like, similar to marijuana, (laughs) that, like, you know, as this happens more and more, that we will live in a society where, like, the norms around being queer and the norms around smoking marijuana are certainly going to change. And that means we can't hold fast all of these, like, stereotypes. Like, there's a lot of pressure to, you know, if you're saying anything positive in the world or talking about health, to, like, not, certainly to not be endorsing substance use or anything like that. And, like, I'm not endorsing anything. (laughs) I'm telling you, the reality is, is me and everybody I know smokes marijuana. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, you can take and make from that whatever you want, (laughs) but, like, this is the world that we're living in, and therefore, like, I think it's relevant to have, like, really real conversations because it is a mind-altering substance. Like, I'm certainly not going to endorse any non-reality that says it's not. It is. So... What does that mean? How do you do that safely? How do you do that holistically or healingly? Like, I'm not here to tell you that. You figure that out with people who are trained in that and people like like you feel comfortable with, you know, having that journey with. But like, you know, for us, We queer stoners who talk about sex. (laughs) Like, I think that I've always enjoyed that. That's always been my favorite. Like, you and your friends can sit around and, oh, and, you know, we watch Jersey Shore. (laughs) Which ironically is like coming back, right?
0: It's been back. They've had shows for like years.
1: No, no, but isn't this the first time they're all going to be under the same house again together? Just like latest iteration.
0: Oh, I don't know if it's I don't even know. But probably <laughs> They've always had like one or two missing from the puzzle, yeah. 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 So
1: like, you know, I, I see it as like a um I will utilize it as homage to our like friendship that like I'm not going to say started with Jersey store, but like, you know, (laughs) I think it was the first, you don't become really chill friends with somebody until you realize that you can like kind of sit around and be stupid with them. Yeah. That's so true. Because like, that's where real comfort lies in a friendship is like, can I be stupid? with you in the room, you know? Yep. <laughs> and I know you and I have taken that to different levels at different times, like blowjobs in the same room or whatnot. But, like, you know, we are those kind of friends. Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> I mean, like, I are we going to sing at the friend. top of our lungs on on a road trip to New York overnight? Like, is that the, le- you know, Absolutely. That's that's a big question. If you can't sing oh at God. the top of your lungs oh with your God. friend and you're a bad singer, mind you, then, you know, are you even friends, really?
1: Honestly. And, like, I'm so excited about, like, the possibility of The Screw, like, going to Austin and doing a, a podcast from Austin. Because, like, you know, we've never been there together. And, like, I've always, like, there's something, like, fun and queer about Austin in, that like some of my favorite lesbian singers, like (laughs) the only place I could ever like see them was at South by Southwest, you know? Like these were the ones that weren't going to the Newport like Folk Festival or maybe they were going to both, let's be real. I'm a lesbian music listener, (laughs) like a very huge way. (laughs) You could have just stopped the sentence
0: that I'm a lesbian, but okay. (laughs) Well, that's true,
1: that's true. I have some lesbian tendencies. Um, which I fully embrace and have, like, I think they're the fiercest parts of my energy. (laughs) Uh, Anyhow. so Oh, okay. So, like, for reals. So, like, don't fucking tear down fellow workers. Like, if you can possibly, like, just be chill about that, like, right now, especially times are tough, huge transfers of wealth, like, Like, Elon Musk is, like, a million times richer than he was in 2012, apparently. Like, this fucking fucked-up list came out. So, like, just remember, (laughs) the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting more. Like, there's getting to be more and more and more poor people. So, like, you know, let's flex some, like, level of solidarity, even in trying political times. Like, definitely don't support genocide, yo. (laughs) Like what the fuck in any form in any country (laughs) like you know there's some fucked up shit that's going on in like other countries too with like mass genocides and ethnic cleansing so like let's holistically stand in solidarity for all those places those things are happening as well because it's it's not good fucking anywhere not good human
0: shit exactly you know. So so, what, I, tell me what yeah, happened last week with the with the person on the campus. Is there an update to them? So,
1: so there is like a couple of weird updates. So so the update, we got this thing, and like you know what, I'm just gonna like I should read it because like I don't know how else to like like I think like I want to be fair. I don't want to sound like for it to sound sensationalized by me because like. Like, we've brought this up in, like, a few circles now. Like, the kind of weirdness of the wording of this police activity follow-up. Yeah, so, So, yeah,
0: read it. Read it, and then we can talk about it.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to pull that shit up right now. So, you know, like, I get it right, you know? Because, like... So, like, so basically there is this follow-up, and it freaked me out so much. I'm telling you that's why I'm looking for what I'm looking for. Uh, this is such a pain in my asshole. Where is it? Da, 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 da. All right. Well, in lieu of that, let me just say this. So we got this follow-up email. So I kind of explained how this works last week. So something happens on campus, and due to the Clery Act, um, which is a thing governing safety on college campuses. Um, the police have to send out a timely notification via, like, whatever you signed up for, SM, SMS messages or, like, emails. So, I don't get the text messages because, like, I already get the emails on my phone. <laughs> I don't know really what I get the email, that first email last week about, you know, somebody getting raped in one of the restrooms on campus, um, a, a young male student here at the college. And then... We get done with the podcast that we recorded last week, and I get this follow up, like like the minute like I hang up with you, right? I get this um, notification that says um, to the effect that this is an update about whatever was referenced. Um, the, this notification is to let you know that the, sit- the situation was not random in nature.
0: What the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) Let me
1: throw this out to, like, people and say, okay, like, on one hand, one's trying to understand, you're saying that the rape was not random, or that, are you saying the individuals knew one another? Like, what the fuck are you saying? Right. Because there's no other information, and if this is what you're saying, and this is what I'm going to take a stab at, I think what you're saying is that you don't need to worry straight men about using the restroom because whatever happened happened for a reason.
0: Right. It was targeted. It was.
1: Like, right. Targeted actually might've been a better word. Right.
0: Um, but but this not
1: random. Yeah, makes this it leaves seem too like, much
0: to, to wonder what the fuck they're implying. Like the person, what was asking for it? Like what what are you implying? I, cannot, I can I can
1: rape. I can understand that rape can be premeditated, but are we saying wanting to be raped can be premeditated? Like I'm not even trying to be controversial. No. I'm really trying to say, what do you mean by this? So here's what I think the reality is, and I'll like play the follow-up, but I think the reality is because this particular restroom is known to be cruisy not just amongst the college students that go here, but amongst the community of Albuquerque at large. Um, there are people that do not go to school here that definitely come to this particular restroom Cruise. So one could say that perhaps whoever got raped was engaged, probably told the police the full story and said, you know, like maybe they were engaged in a cruising scenario, or maybe not, but maybe they were even queer. Like this gets worse depending upon how you fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. There's no scenario where the use of this term, not random, gets better. There's no scenario where it gets better. It seems completely inappropriate. It seems very victim-blaming. Like, because I don't know, even, even if that individual knew the person, there is no reason to say, and it, no context of which it makes sense to say that, the rape wasn't random.
0: So okay. Both, My question for is it not
1: to be random wouldn't both individual like wouldn't it have had to been planned by both parties for it not to be random
0: so okay, so what we're what we're probably taking away from this is that they meant to say it was a targeted attack and this wasn't somebody out just randomly looking for people to rape. They had a specific person in mind. They knew that this person was going to be in this place and they went after this person yeah. specifically for a reason. I think targeted would have been the better word. I think that there's other ways to word this in general that would if that's even the case, right? Like, we, like again, their wording is so vague that it sounds like you could easily take away from this that it right. was I, 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 like you, everything you said it, it just it sounds wrong it sounds fucked up and it and they should have yeah i think that they meant targeted and they should have said targeted and they should have said or they should have said you know we believe this was a one you know a uh, a specific incident a one-off yeah a one off or, or well however you want to word it that's basically saying like this we do not believe that this attacker is going to come back and attack anyone else. That even that is better wording than this was not a random attack. Like, of course for the victim, it fucking was, you know, I don't think the victim had planned to get raped that day. Jesus Christ.
1: Right. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. Like there's no instance where it's not a random attack. Unless what you're trying to say is like, you're not taking it seriously as an incident because the individual like was either cruising or queer or knew the person or whatever, you know, like there's just some level of it that is unescapable of saying, what are you saying?
0: here?" Right. Right.
1: Like, you know, like, and so I, I, in all righteous Karen, Ken, like, manner, I forwarded these police alerts to the, the student newspaper here. You know, <laughs> because, you know, that's my version of can I speak to the manager. Like, yeah. you know, like something like this, like, hey, you guys need to ask questions about this. Like. <laughs> yeah,
0: for real. But,
1: my grandpa game of a moment. Like, like you know, like, this is, this is something that, like, doesn't feel right. Reading it, getting it. And, like, come to behold, you know, my partner goes and, like, brings this up in one of his classes. And everybody agrees that they felt the way about, like, seeing. Good. So, like, this wasn't something that didn't go on head scratching, especially amongst queer students. And so, like, you know, and I put that in the email, like, you know, there's something in this that, like, is, uh, like, affects the queer community that, like, somebody needs to have a discussion about. Like, two parts. One, if the individual was cruising or not cruising, doesn't fucking matter, in, in this restroom, but, like, maybe they thought they were cruising fellow students, you know, but ended up, like, being you know, uh, having violence committed against them from the outside community, there is a failure of, like, the campus protecting their students, regardless of what activity, you know, anybody is engaged in in that situation, whether it's peeing or foot tapping. Nobody has the right for the next step of that interaction to be raped. Right? Like, so, like, I think that's kind of, like, where one is trying to lay down some like framework for discussion, you know with that as well, that there is a certain like absence of like specifically caring for queer students in, in the sense that what are things that would be of effect or concern to the safety of queer students on campus and how how would we work to protect that, you know? Like, (laughs) there's not a lot of things, you know, this campus swells to, like, over 20,000 students or something, making, like, a kind of huge, like, bulge in Albuquerque during, like, the semesters. So, like, there should be some conversation about, like, what are, like, safe sexual outlets for young college students and like, kind of, like, their oats, like, filling times in that, like, downtown here has, like, a you know, heterosexual strip club. You know, like, there are things for, like, you know, sexual outlet here for the heterosexual community in ways that there are not for the queer community. And I think, like, you know, our kind of two gay bars that we have here are kind of sweet, but, like, there's, like, a kind of outdated fostering of, like... And, like, honestly, it needs to be done, too. But, like, I don't see something that is really interested in like a thriving interaction of like youthful queer sexuality, getting to explore itself in the city, like, right. that's not there, <laughs> you know? And in absence of that, you're going to have individuals maybe, or maybe not putting themselves in like risky situations, like, you know, bathroom cruising, you know? And I, I again, no judgment, <laughs> everybody loves a good foot tap if it works out, but there is a risk that it won't work out. Um, so you know, like, not saying that's what happened here. I have no idea, and that is my frustration. Like, I'm left to wonder: Has somebody, you know, found themselves in a in a situation of being like, like offended or shamed in this reporting thing? Like, like the student having to read this report. What what are they thinking about what they're reading? Right. What experience are they having with this? Like, they, to be brave enough to report this the way you've reported it, but then to have, like, this be the follow-up to, like, you having reported it. It does not encourage, in my head, people to come forward and report anything.
0: Yeah, it's just giving major, like, don't worry, this was, this won't happen to you, straight men, vibes. That's, like, the vibe it's giving. It's definitely giving me, like, the person that got raped showed up for the rape, and it—you know—it's like, ew. What do you? Exactly. What are you implying? Like this, the like, there was a sexual situation planned, and then it went awry, and then it turned right. into rape. Like that's, uh, that's okay. I, <laughs> you can say that without saying it so derogatory and I like. I
1: mean, that's victim funny, blame. The funny thing in the newspaper, as like, it just feels like. Somewhere in this is the idea that, like, because you were
0: wearing that, you asked. That's for what. It, that's exactly what I'm up. saying. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's almost like saying, like, oh, girls, just wear a two inch shorter skirt, and you won't be, you won't be the next one, kind of thing. It's the same right. vibe. It's, exactly. It's, ew. It's giving me the ew for sure. It's just, it's <laughs> poor, <laughs> it's poor wording. I understand. I think I know what they were trying to say, and I they missed the mark entirely. And what they what they instead conveyed was, gay men, you're probably not safe, but straight men, don't worry. Because this was targeted against a gay man who was asking for it. Because, like, what? I
1: don't know how... And how would you show that? How exactly... Are, like, the dudes cruising or not cruising in that bathroom taking the pulse of whether someone is gay or... Right, or exactly.
0: Straight. That's why right? it's just, like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's giving me, like, there was a planned hookup and it, it went wrong and and somebody raped somebody else. Like, it doesn't matter what the fucking story was. All you have to say was this was a targeted attack and we do not think there will be any other victims uh, you know uh-huh. of the of exactly. of this perpetrator mind you you can still be a victim exactly. of of a fucking situation like this regardless of the scenario and who's out there and you know like oh, they exactly. it's just it's again it's giving me the ew for sure
1: yeah i mean it's funny and like i scanned like i like i sent it out like you know kind of like later that day when it happened because i thought like you know, let me see if they could be like timely about like addressing this. Knowing like probably not because like I think the edition of the 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 paper comes out every Monday. So like I'm looking now to see like if this Monday there's any mention. I haven't heard anything back from them, but like I also like like it was a gentle prompting. It was like you know like this should be a story of curiosity to you if it's not. You know like. And, like, I thought, because the student is sending it, maybe, like, you'll kind of take up the idea. You know, it's also, like, we need to start some conversations about these things, man. Like, right. You know, every time, you know, again, back to that, like, you know, the clip you sent me of them talking about, like, queer orgies and, like, navigating, like, things like consent and stuff, not verbally. Like, no. <laughs> no. Like that system is not foolproof ladies and gentlemen right. <laughs> so like i highly suggest if you want to participate in activities like cruising you help change that environment like on the like micro local level like don't put up with like weird hand gestures being the indication of yes or no because like there's no fucking manual like sitting there for us to reference and all follow and abide by. Right. And no, nobody does anyway, even if there was an imagined one. You think it's that rule? Oh, sure, that's that rule for you. You know what would eliminate this? Communication. Right. <laughs> Using your words where at all possible. Um, <laughs> writing it down, even would be like, you know, if you want to keep it like unspoken erotic bring around some sticky notes, you know? Like, like, would you like to circle Y or N?
0: Right, exactly.
1: There are ways where we don't have to do this. Save yourself the foot tab and just, like, put a Post-it on the other side. (laughs) Get, like, a clear understanding of the situation you're participating in. Yeah. Is all I'm saying.
0: Well, there's also, you know, there's there's so many people that don't even know what a, the foot tap thing is. Like, I've, exactly. I, do you know how many street men I've asked? I'm like, have you ever seen cruising or been cruised or t- attempted cruising in a bathroom? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you live, yeah. you live in a, like what world? Everybody I know that's queer has cruised in bathrooms. How have you not gotten a foot tap? You know, like nothing. <laughs> they're like, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I think there's a very like appreciated, like, oblivion to things that you're not looking for and not interested in. And I do think a lot of queer cruising happens in between the lines of that. It's like, if you are meant to see it, you would see it. Okay, fine, fine. And maybe a part of that is, like, how that beginning connection happens. But somewhere, you still need to figure out some verbal affirmation like practice this with me mostly gentlemen <laughs> that are cruising <laughs> like let's practice this when we are in cruisy spots and you follow so and so still seek a verbal affirmation of the activity you are about to do and whispers and whatever but get a yes and let that be your saving truth
0: <laughs> yeehaw Well, all I want to say is hopefully the survivor of that awful attack is okay, and, you know, obviously our heart goes out to them. Uh, There's no instance in which uh, there should be any kind of question about whether or not you were asking for it, regardless of what the weird fucking... uh, you know student messaging comes out and says right so um hopefully they're okay and you know um yeah that's all i just i just i can't believe i can't imagine being that student and then reading that like oh it wasn't random like what anyways let's not get back into it but um yeah i think that's it for this week and uh fuck yeah
1: Tune in, subscribe, smash that
0: button. Yeah, sub- hey, subscribe to us. It's it's cool. We've been doing this for a really long time, and uh, it would be cool if our numbers reflected our listeners as far as subscribers go. Oh, yeah. So we have a yeah, lot of we have on. a lot of listeners, not a lot of subscribers. Comparative. So just uh, help True. us out, and you know, subscribe and then delete the app if you got to. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Or, like, turn it. off your notifications. Whatever the fuck you gotta do to make it, it okay yeah. for you. Anyways, we love you all oh, and yeah. we hope that everybody's having a safe and happy new year. This I feel like January has felt like oh, it's not even January anymore, but it did feel like it was two years long for some reason. And, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, I agree. Also, fuck Vince McMahon. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Amen. Yeah. Alright,
1: peace out. Bye.
0: <laughs>